Hey everyone, welcome to the Life Unplugged podcast. This is James and Terry Kraft coming to you from sunny Southern California. Are you looking for an opportunity to join the discussion with two people who have traveled the real and vulnerable road of marriage recovery, ministry, family life, and leadership? Well, our hope is for you to journey with us through each episode into a discovery of what it means to live a faith-filled life in an honest, authentic, and unhindered way. So we encourage you to set aside life's distractions and stresses and get comfortable with us as we discuss Life Unplugged. Hi, everyone. This is James Kraft here at the Life Unplugged podcast. And I am so excited about being here today, but I'm feeling kind of uh, in a territory that I'm not real familiar with on this podcast, being alone without my wife. Uh, Terry is not going to be with me today. Uh, but I'm going to be here with a dear friend that we're going to work through um, uh, some uh, key principles of uh, in the home and how we operate in the home. And, and so I'm really excited about that. Um, I have a dear friend. We're going to talk about honesty and uh, transparency within the home. And he has a lot to say about it. And there's been some really cool things that have happened in his life that he can be able to share about and, and to process with us today on this podcast. Um, but it takes me back to when my, um, Terry and I were going through our recovery work after, uh, the major betrayal and all that, uh, devastation in our life. She came to me and she said, James, if you meet me with truth, I will meet you with grace. And there was a great connection that I, I, I connected there with because one, um, I'm a very truthful person, but when it came to my woundedness, I said, no way. Because I was afraid of what would happen if I was honest about my insecurities, my fears, my failures. And, and so I kept everybody at a distance, especially my wife, because I didn't want to have failure or rejection there. Now, it doesn't give me an excuse uh, to do what I did and have the, the actions that I would live out and, and uh, my coping mechanisms. It didn't give me any excuse to do that. But there is a reason why. Uh, and so when I went in to really work on that, it gave me... Uh, clarity in a healing process so that one truth and honesty became the priority of our relationship. Uh, that was refreshing because all of a sudden then Terry and I were able to meet each other there in that relationship in truth, vulnerability, authenticity, and honesty. Uh, that then created a marriage that I've been dreaming of my whole life. And so I, I get so excited about that. Um, and I'll let Terry talk about that more later in other podcasts. But I have my friend here, and uh, he's from Minnesota, and Scott Weinger. Weinger uh, I want to make sure. I always say the G wrong, but uh, he's from Minnesota, and he's been married to uh, his, his wife is Elena, and they have uh, multiple kids. He's going to tell us all about this because they have an incredible family. But Scott, welcome to the Life Unplug uh, podcast. Hey, thanks, James. I'm glad to be here. You know, this is so cool. You're in your car and <laughs> on your lunch break, you know, over there, and we're just pulling together technology once that almost destroyed my life. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, let's use this technology to help save lives, right? For so, sure. I love it. I love it. So tell us a little bit about your family real quick, you know, just kind of you and Elena, how many years you've been married and your kids and so yeah, Elaine and I have been married for 15 years, um, or will just about 15 years. Um, and we have four kids. Our oldest, Mark, is 13. We've got two twin 12-year-olds. Wow. And then we've got a, a, all three of those are boys. And then we've got a daughter who's seven years old. 
<laughs> so we had three boys out of the gate in 16 months. <sighs> and, then, <laughs> and then a break. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, you must have a, the dynamics in your home must be, it must be pretty busy sometimes. It's nonstop, James. Yeah. It, it never ends. There's always a kids going to soccer or gymnastics or drum lessons or anything. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, many people who listen to this podcast, they can relate to that because a lot of them have kids, you know, and can relate to that business. But even those who, who don't have kids at that age any longer or don't have those kids that age yet, they can still relate to it because just the busyness of life will draw us yeah. into that kind of, um, can we just say that kind of chaotic kind of experience of just running until you feel like you can't run anymore and then you collapse. And right. you and I both know that that's not always healthy, is it? You know? Oh no, not at all. Yeah. So boundaries are really important for you guys to fight for in your own home. Yeah. yeah we've had to really invest some time into uh, creating boundaries. I mean, uh, for us between work and I, I, I lead a team there. So emails always there yeah. and church and, uh, you know, volunteering there, both Elena and I, uh, all of those things, in addition to the family, just seem to suck up every single minute of it. And when we have downtime, it's very easy to just flip on the TV and just zone. Cause I need a break from everything. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, has that been a pattern of your past, you know, of, or even a pattern of your present? you know, of that kind of mechanism to disengage? Yeah, for sure. Um, isolating has been typically how I've medicated m most any stress in my life. Yeah. Um, if, if life becomes stressful or if I am out of control at work or out of control in other situations, the easiest place for me to go is to pull up something on my phone, to flip on the TV and just, just completely ignore the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, and that, that includes, you know, my kids and my wife at, yeah. at times. Yeah. Those, sure. those you love the most, right. And you would say right. you love them the most, but then all of a sudden when you feel overwhelmed and you feel like you can't continue to keep up with the pace or the chaos in your life, instead of pressing in, you would have pulled away. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. So what did that do to your, your family and your marriage when you did that, when you would pull away uh, and isolate, or you would say even medicate to that, you know, cause there's a lot of fears or pains or so on and so forth that you'd have to work through. What did that do into your family structure? Yeah. So for me, my, my two go-to responses have always been isolate, pull away, get in your phone. Um, and if that gets interrupted, if I'm, if I have a kid that, that requires me to come out of that isolation, then explode in anger. Okay. Um, and those have been my, my two responses. And so as we've continued through our recovery process, one of the, one of the things that came kind of came out is that my kids were pretty scared of me. Wow. Um, they were never sure whether I was going to um, have an outburst in anger. And when that would happen, um, kids would step up and try to protect mom. Kid would run downstairs and, and just hide. I mean, they, the whole world would scatter in yeah. front of me. Wow. Um, and so, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, and so they, they just didn't feel, they didn't feel loved. They didn't care, feel cared for, and they felt really insecure in yeah. their own home. You know, it, that, that safety is a major piece of security within the home, right? It's like when yeah. your wife or your kids don't feel safe, what they'll do is they will then go into that limbic mode to protect, you know, themselves. So they, they'll even pull away, you know, right. when dad is not uh, consistent, 
and I can, and I can relate to you because I did the same thing. You know, when dad's not yeah. consistent, then kids don't feel secure. And there's, there's a lack of security that's developed within a kid or your kids when dad creates a inconsistent environment within the home. And so kids are always thinking, well, who do we have today? Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde? That's right. You know, so yeah, I get it. Now, how did that affect your marriage then in the process? Uh, my wife lived in fear of, of which of those two men was coming home to her. Okay. Um, and, and over time that caused her to consistently shrink back and only ever respond to my demands. She never, she lost any voice that she had to influence or shape anything that we would become. It was all about how do I protect me? How do I protect the family? Okay. Yeah. And so there's no security there, right? There's no firm foundation for her to live, you know, never knowing what's going to come in the front door. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So Scott, when that took place in your, in your family, in your home, marriage and so on and so forth, there's a reality here because I'm putting the questions on you, but I can answer the questions myself because this is you and I know <laughs> we've walked through this, right? We've spent a lot of time talking and working through this, right? So it's yeah. important. Now there was a shift that took place and Scott, you had to start working on Scott. Okay. And so I did, what did you work on? I, I, yeah. So for me, um, I believed that, um, everyone else was the problem. And so I, I was constantly putting pressure on Elena to, to change. And my, my tagline was, I, I don't have an end goal. I always expect you to be better today than you were tomorrow or than you were yesterday. Um, and I, I lived 12 years of our marriage, almost 13 years of our marriage that way. And she did too. Yeah. Um, and as I began my process, I began to realize that my lack of control um, was really just a symptom uh, my need to to influence everyone else was really a symptom of uh, of my pain and my trauma. And uh, you know, as I I began to to look at at some of my growing up and how I perceived many of the situations that that happened, I saw people judging me mm. and people evaluating me. And uh, as I was beginning to work on on how I view myself. Um, many times I, I stood there with my arms crossed, looking at myself almost from a distance, if you will. Yeah. And just going, Scott, you're not good enough. Yeah. Scott, you're, you're a big failure. You are there. You're just a mess up. There's no way anybody would trust you. Hmm. Um, and so dealing with all of those internally, of course, that all leaked out all over my family. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and so I was a, a, through this recovery process and I'm still in it. I, <laughs> You know, as well as I do, James, this is is a process and uh, I'm beginning to uncross those arms, if you will, to stop being so to shut that critical judge down and say, hey, you aren't you aren't in control of this. You're not the one who writes this story. Yeah. Yeah. You're able to speak that to that critical judge in your brain, you know, that has had a voice into your life and a throne that he has sat on and he's been in control. You know, and you've had to learn how to dethrone him so he has mm-hmm. no control, you know, and you have control over him. And so, you know, you and I talked about that reality circle that, uh, you know, there's always that negative parts of your life. Yeah, there's still going to be negative. You got to be in touch with that or you're in denial. 
you know, but there's also right. a positive and we got to incorporate both those, the positive and the negative parts of our reality, you know? So Scott, I know that you have worked very hard with identifying that critical judge and that message and rewriting that message in your life. It's been very mm-hmm. important for you in your healing process. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah. That's exciting. You know, Scott, as, as you would talk about that, you know, there creates there uh, an opportunity for you to work in, um, honesty and transparency in your home. So when mm-hmm. you come home now, cause here's a different Scott who's been working on, cause you've been working on this for some time and you have made the commitment to keep on working on it because it's good. You know, we don't continue to stop. We just don't stop working on us because we feel good about ourselves. We keep working on us until the day we die, you know, and we yep. meet Jesus. Um, so in this now new Scott walks in the door. So let's say Scott 2.0 walks in the door or dad 2.0 walks in the door or husband 2.0. And I, I want to give you that title because I believe that you have deserved it. And I think your family, I know your family would validate that. Um, so talk to us about the new Scott that walks in the door and how your family responds to that. Yeah. Um, I, I think the, uh, one of the most impactful moments in my life, um, was a, a, a about a year into our process. Um, I was sitting, I come home from work and I was sitting down with uh, one of my kids and he was 11 years old at the, at the moment. And he snuggled up next to me and he goes, dad, you don't get mad anymore. Mm. You're not, you're, you're not always angry. Why? And I'm James, I'm, I'm tearing up just even saying that out loud. Cause it was, it moved me so much and continues, yeah. you know, a, a year more later. And, um, I, I'm just firmly committed that the changes I've made have, have massively impacted the, the health of my kids. Yeah. Um, but, but it looks now, I mean, I, I still have a stressful job, probably even more than I, it was, you know, a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah. And, and so I, I still spend a fair amount of my energy at work, but when I come home, I'm learning to be able to, to rather than judge how poorly everyone is doing around me, yeah. which is just a symptom of me not being happy with myself. Yeah. Um, I'm able to look at my wife and look at my family and especially my wife and say, uh, Elena, I, this is what I need from you. Are you able to give that to me? Yeah. And, and I'm able to, to positively and, and, and probably honestly evaluate what my needs are. Yeah. And if she can't give them to me, then, then I need to go find them somewhere else. If that's, if that's the case, if I need someone to be able to vent to, um, and she can't do that, then I need to find that elsewhere, but we're able to have that dialogue yeah. and our, our kids are able to then see, see that. And they're able to, uh, they're able to respond with, with consistency. We know dad's going to be somewhere in the middle instead of really happy or really angry. Right. Right. Consistency. Right. And I think it's really yeah. important, Scott, that you said, you know, if, you go to your wife or she comes to you now is that you guys to say, yep. Hey, here are my needs right now. And they aren't able to meet you there. You created environments in your life, right? Where you can actually go and find that within friendships or relationships, accountability and healthy environments rather than going out in places that would be destructive. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Every Tuesday morning, I've got uh, two other guys, and we get together and have a video call to check in, set goals, um, know where we are on uh, on our emotional scale, and uh, uh, it, that has been that's been critical for my health. Yeah, gosh, can, can I just? I hope people can hear that, Scott, because that wasn't always you. 
You know, oh. I remember when you fir- I first met you, it was like you're hanging on by threads. And can I, can I, <laughs> yep. is that okay if I just say that? Cause you, you gave me permission Absolutely. to say that. And so now yeah. there's a lot behind that. That's your story to tell another time. But, you know, I'll tell you, uh, when you said I'm in and I'm going to give God a chance on this. And in doing so, you started to really develop in you who you truly were and in who God created you to be. And in doing so, you provided an, a man or a husband for your wife where she started to feel safe and trust again. Yeah. Correct. And that created a whole different environment. But then in doing that, then your kids started falling in suit. And that is the model. A lot of people want to do is like, let me just go make sure my kids are always safe and that we protect them. And all of a sudden we never work on us. It's never going to provide safety and security for our kids. Right. You know? Yeah. So you guys have been doing it the proper way. It's like, no, I need to fo- first focus on me and then we can mm-hmm. work on we <laughs> husband and wife, and then we can work on us. And I think people get back that backwards because we feel an obligation to our kids and so on and so forth. Hey, Scott, I want to ask you a question because I know that you just went on vacation, right? We we did. It was wonderful. Okay. So I know Minnesota is much different than California. It's like now in the summertime, it's absolutely beautiful there, right? Oh, it's gorgeous. Those three days of summer are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there's some reality with that isn't that isn't there? Uh, that's funny it's like four or five months yeah it is, yes it feels short yeah exactly but it's you guys and i know you guys went to a lake you had a cabin that you're on the lake and you showed me the pictures and i'm like i'm a little jealous I, i'm gonna be honest with you i had a little bit of a jealousy in my heart that i had to go to god with and deal with that because <laughs> i wanted to be there with you guys uh, but the beauty of the location and all the activities, you're on the lake, you're out there in the canoe and the boat and all that stuff and fun. And the kids are just having a great time. It was really cool to look at, to see this family and the new family who you are and kids really having a good time and you and Elena having a great time and connection. All that to say, one day it rained there, right? You had a, yeah. day, a nice, good, strong rain and you decided to do something completely different and probably completely different than any dad would probably do on a vacation. Um, but I loved it so much because you, you created an environment of honesty and transparency. And it really bled into this activity that you did with your kids and your family. So why don't you unpack that a little bit so that everybody can hear it? Yeah. So uh, first, we, my wife and I, as we planned this vacation, we realized that in uh, 15 years of marriage, we've never taken a vacation that just was our family yeah. ever in 15 years. It was, it was incredible. Um, and, and so in, in doing that and doing the planning, we talked about, you know, what are some of the things that we should talk about? We didn't know if it was going to come out on the pontoon boat or if it was going to come out in the car ride, but we, we looked at a bunch of different things and we, we settled on the fact that, that our, we need to make sure that we're valuing each other. Mm. Um, and that was the, the thread that needed to, to flow through the entire weekend or week, I guess it was. And so in doing that, I, I, I'm a business guy. I'm always prepared. I love, I love drawing things. And I went out and, and bought these like two foot by two foot massive post-it notes and a bunch of Sharpies. You are a businessman. <laughs> I know. It's like a boardroom. I love it. <laughs> if I could have bought whiteboards for all my kids, I would have yeah. done that. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so, so we had that packed and, and you're right. One morning it rained and 
And I just, I felt, I felt moved that this was the morning we needed to talk about it. And so we started talking about what does it mean to, to value each other? And in the conversation, all of a sudden, the, the five love languages started coming up. Yeah. And uh, uh, Elaine and I knew them. And it, so we started talking. We defined each one of those for the kids yeah. and, and just explained what each of them were. And then I ripped off each one of these, gave each one of them a, one of these giant post-it notes and a Sharpie and just said, uh, identify, tell us what are the two things on this list that you feel most valued by Wow! and just write them down and then give, give shape around that, give some words to it, draw a picture. I don't care. Just help, help us understand it. And the kids scattered for like 20 minutes and they slowly trickled back in with their big post-it notes and, and, uh, we stuck them up on, on the walls and then each one of them had an opportunity to just stand up there and say, these are my two things that I feel most valued, the two languages that I feel loved by. Yeah. And here's, here's how I feel loved by that. And I was, I was not shocked by any of the, the choices that they made. Yeah. Um, I, I pretty much knew my, my daughter is gifts and quality time. My oldest is words of affirmation, quality time. You know, I knew where they were, Yeah. but I, I didn't have any idea the impact that having them explain it was going to have That's cool. um, for my son to write on his, one of my sons is words of affirmation. And he wrote on there he wrote out this drew a little guy and had the little talking bubble. And, and he wrote um, me and him having this conversation back and forth where he said, I'm not very good at this. And I responded with, yes, you are. And he said, no, I'm not. And, and I responded with, yes, you really are. You need to believe me. <laughs> and it just, it opened my eyes that number one, how he views himself yeah, and that, that we need to continue to, to work and coach and challenge him on how he, and give him, equip him with tools, That's right. but also that he needs me to press in yeah. as a dad. He needs me to, to be the voice that, that gives him some validation right now. That's great. And Scott, he did give that validation to you by saying yeah. that you're an encourager to him, you know, that you encourage him. No, you are. <laughs> I think that's huge for him to even say that without you pulling it out of him. He put it on the paper. Dad, you're my encouragement. Yeah, I was, I was, in, I was a blubbering mess through I, all of this. I <laughs> I'm an emotional were. guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, cause what you did, you, you took a, um, a typical, maybe, uh, well, this wasn't typical vacation for you cause you guys were just as a family for the first time. But you took a normal vacation, you know, where the family got away and you took it and made it an, uh, an, an opportunity and created an opportunity for all your family to engage and have an, an honest conversation. But to be honest about who they are, their gifts, their connection yeah. points, which causes, you know, creates, you know, connection, you know, vulnerability. But uh, there's a lot that you can draw out of that that created a healthy environment for your family to, to grow from. You know, do me real quick, uh, just real quickly um, explain, what do you think the greatest outcome of that encounter with your family that day, that day around in the rainy day with the post-it pads, what was like the one outcome you think, gosh, that was huge for us? Um, I think that it, the, the biggest outcome was that it gave my wife and I insight into how we can better love our kids. Yeah. Um, so from our perspective, it allowed us to be able to kind of peel back that the co the surface covers and go, 
what what's actually inside of of them and what do they what do they really need yeah. in in a way that wasn't me sitting on the, them on the couch and looking them in the eye and saying give me an answer right now right right um and, and so from our perspective the insight from the global family perspective um one of the things that we followed each presentation you know each of the kids presentation yeah, with yeah, yeah you're such a businessman uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, each one of the kids made a commitment that they were going to do one thing and they wrote down their specific commitment to speak into or to bring value, show value to one of those needs that were on the, the page. Huh. And so through the rest of the week, I, I watched our kids intentionally doing things that would show love and show care and show value to each of the other kids. I've never, I, I was blown away. James. Yeah. Well, you created an environment for your kids to discover but you've already done the legwork well before this months and months as you have made the decision to grow in this, you and Elena, your wife to grow in this. And they're, they've been watching this all along. They've been observing and be able to connect with this. And then all of a sudden you gave them an environment to do the same. And they responded because you modeled this. You've been modeling this all along for them to watch and see. And how do we do this? Well, they were able to do it with some instruction and encouragement and guidance. And so I'm really excited. Can I just say to you, I wish that all families would have intentionality behind their vacations rather than just to get away is that we get away to connect, not get away to get away from everybody else. It's like to get away to connect. That's where God wants us as a family to connect with one another, but it's done through honesty and transparency. And I believe that that's huge, Scott, for you even to be here today to talk about that. Because one, I think people need to hear, I know people need to hear those messages of hope. Because at one time, Scott, you weren't there. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And today, you're there. And you're moving forward. And you're not going to stop moving forward. Because God has done a miracle and has done a wonderful thing in your family. Yes, he he sure has. It's been a lot of hard work. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't, I don't want to walk the journey again, but no. I wouldn't, there's nothing that would stop me <laughs> from moving forward. Yeah. I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud of you and I'm proud to, to be in your life and yours and mine. And so I'm really thankful for all that God has done in you and I'm glad to know you as a friend. And so thank you for being here on this podcast today. And I, I believe that you, whoever's listening today, just listen to even as Scott's sharing about his family. It didn't just come overnight. This is something that he and Elena have been working on. And so if you're caught in this desert place or this dry or you're feeling stuck and stagnant, you just got to keep taking one step and put it in front of the other because God has a plan for your, your marriage, for you personally, your marriage and your family. You just have to keep moving forward in those things so that you can experience all that God has for you. The day that you stop moving forward and trusting him is the day that you're going to be permanently stuck and you'll never feel that fulfillment that Scott's talking about today. You can hear it in his voice, you know, and uh, I recorded this interview because I'm going to find out a way to actually post this video because I think you need to see his eyes. This is not a guy who's faking it. He's doing it and it's transparent uh, all over his face. And so I'm very thankful. Hey, Scott, would you just quickly uh, pray for those who are listening today that they can experience a breakthrough, maybe just taking a step in that direction that you're talking about of being honest and transparent and connected with your family? Yeah. 
for sure. Father, we are delighted to be able to lift our hands to you and worship a God who wants healing. I, I thank you for the, the, the tools that you have given. I thank you for the humble hearts uh, of those that are listening to this. I pray, God, for the listeners that you would, you would help them, to, to each of us, to be able to see that we can't do it alone. We can't live this in isolation. And that the, each baby step forward is a step that brings us closer to healing with you, healing personally, healing within our marriages and healing within our families. I pray that you would, you would work mightily among this group of people. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, Scott, thank you for your time. And, and two, I want to thank everybody for joining us here at Life Unplugged podcast. And, and we got some good news coming up. Um, we're launching the uh, Life Unplugged website. Um, it's going to, the address is going to be uh, livelifeunplugged.org. Um, so you're going to be able to check that out. We have all of our, we're going to have resources on there for family, marriages, and leadership. Um, really excited about that launch and moving in that direction. Um, or you can go to jamesandterrycraft.org. Um, so we're really making sure that we connect everything together so that we can pro- properly resource everyone who, um, who, want, who wants resources, right? And so uh, thank you for joining us here today, and we look forward to being back with Life Unplugged next time with you. And I just pray that you can live a life of honesty and transparency every single day of your life. We'll see you next time. If you'd like to hear more from James and Terry, subscribe to this channel. Check out their website at jamesandterrycraft.com or find them on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter.